Chub Creek 159, finally. Way back when, when we didn't have to think, come on in, don't be a dick. The boys on the farm didn't mean any harm. On the banks of Chub Creek. Chub Creek. Hey, oh, let me turn this off. How are you? I know it's been a while. Uh, why? Um, you know, taking a break. It just popped into my head just this second. Hey, I could record right now because I'm making uh, breakfast. <laughs> mm, so, hope everything is okay with you. You know what I'm doing? I'm completely breaking my diet. I'm, I'm still on a no-carb thing, but this is a long weekend, and uh, I'm slicing up these. Uh, I've, I've partially cooked this baked potato, or it's not, well, it's a potato. <laughs> it's a, but I meant for, I bought it because I was going to do baked potato. I'm just slicing it up, um, because I feel like sliced, what do you call sliced potato? Kind of home, home, home fries, but not fried, or not, you know what I mean? Like, what do you call that? I guess it's hash browns. Sort of, but slices. <laughs> I don't know. Is this making too much noise? Yeah. Yeah, I'm out of practice, aren't I? What's going on? Lots of interesting things have happened. Um, some good, some bad. Uh, so I think. A few weeks ago, I had, I had, uh, sort of my voice. Let me just cough. Hang on. <coughs> I had what I think was H1N1. Uh, let me put you over here. Where? Where are you going to be put? I can't remember how this worked out last time. Put you right there. How's that? Oh, I know, because if I put you too close to the stove, then it just, all you can hear is the smacking of the pan on I'll be there. Is that okay? Okay. What did I just say? I think I, got, I had the flu. I think it was the swine flu, H1N1. I, I, I have no evidence whatsoever. The doctor didn't even know. And all, <laughs> it's, um, the flu is something people just say, that they have, and there's so many um, kind of myths about it. Not really myths, but what I don't know if you, things that people say about the flu that are probably are not true. Like you know, the stomach flu. People say, "Oh, well, yeah, I'm I'm phoning in sick because I have the stomach flu." And, there's no really, there's no such thing. <laughs> the flu, pe pe when people have a cold but they feel really crappy and they have a fever, it's probably the flu. The flu is like a cold. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a respiratory virus. So you start coughing and, sn and sniffling and it basically it's like having the cold and then you get really sick. And it can kill you because you can end up with pneumonia, which is... Uh, which I believe happens when you get a secondary bacterial infection in your lungs, but I'm not sure if that's exactly what happens. And, um, but, um, 
but I think the common misinformation is that people assume that when you have the flu, it's when you're barfing. But uh, in fact, with uh, from what I've read, the, with the exception of young kids who tend to barf more frequently, <laughs> uh, you don't generally get nauseated. Uh, you don't generally throw up with the flu. It's mostly just hacking and coughing and fever and feeling like aches and pains and pains in your muscles and your and uh, pains in your joints. The, this is one thing that I got with this was pain in my joints. And I had three days of just feeling just wrecked. Just no energy, lethargy, um, a lot of coughing, just feeling unwell. It was the weirdest flu I can remember having. And I know that the dominant flu this year, uh, or in the last few years now, is H1N1, which was the swine flu, which is the flu that everybody was panicking about three or four years ago because it, it was um, killing people. You know, not often, but it was fatal sometimes. And, and for young people, and the reason is um, this flu has... not been around. I don't quite understand why. So I guess what it means is this flu has um, not happened in a long time, I suppose. And so people who are over 60 have already had it and they're generally more protected. But the younger people, like uh, in my age and younger, have never had it and uh, were more susceptible to it. So it hit me like, anyway, it hit me like a ton of bricks about three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Um, and it was only over three days. I only took a day off work. And it started to get better. And then, um, this has nothing to do why I haven't been doing Chubb Creek, by the way. Uh, just a second, let me get my potatoes. I overcooked them in the microwave. I just wanted to pre-cook them in the microwave a little bit. And just, now they're too cooked. At least they won't have to fry them all. I'm using sesame seed oil for this. this nice ceramic stove. I love it. I love it. I didn't think I would love it, but I love how clean you can make it. It's nice and shiny, beautiful. You put this chemical called Ceramabrite on it and you just kind of scrub it a little bit. It comes out so clean. No more dealing with the rattly, scrapey, dirty looking ring elements. Anyway, so over the next few days, I, I started feeling this weird pressure in my head. And I later on when I was trying to describe it, um, it was hard to describe to the doctors because, uh, I don't know, you have to... Th I guess when you're feeling unwell, for me, it's just... I hadn't thought about describing the thing, so I was doing a terrible job of describing it. Now that I've thought about it, what I was feeling was like a pressure and a tingling sensation and um, uh, and dizziness, but then the doctors will ask you, is it dizziness like you're going to pass out or is it dizziness like you, you, know, you can't get your balance? And for me, it was a mixture of the two, but it's hard to, when someone, a doctor asks you that, it's extremely hard to answer and now that I've thought about it I think it's the dizziness that you kind of fall down that I was feeling anyway but the thing and that was all you know that doesn't sound too alarming right 
except for it started to come in waves. So every once in a while, I get this wave every like, you know, t 10 minutes of this weird dizziness and pressure <clears throat> and this anxious feeling. This is the thing that got me worried. It was a really anxious, anxiety feeling that I got with it and a lethargy, like a really heavy, heavy wave of, of fear and sadness. And I'd never experienced this before. It was like <clears throat> nothing was good. Nothing I had coming up, the, you know, um, all of the stuff that I had that I was looking forward to meant nothing. There was some cool stuff happening at work. All of that was kind of, I couldn't find the good in anything. And then that would kind of go away, and I'd, and I'd feel, it was so weird, man. It was like, ah, I wish I could describe this better. It was almost like despair in waves. And uh, that was, a, so it got me worried enough that I thought, okay, something's really wrong with me here. And it happened uh, worse and worse over a couple of days. And finally, I was on a Sunday, Saturday night, uh, it started to worry me enough, and I thought, maybe I'm having a heart attack. Because <laughs> like, I felt pressure in my head, and, and I, I thought I felt pressure in my chest, too. And so, you know, so I drove myself to the bloody hospital. And, uh, <laughs> and I go in there, and I, I'm already starting to feel kind of normal again, and I don't know. And, and it's, I feel terrible going to the hospital for anything like this, because I think... You know what, unless you're bleeding from the eyeballs, you know, or one of your limbs is missing, or you're actually dying, it's not the place to be, but I thought, if I am right, this is, this is where I need to be. You know, if this is my heart or something else, like diabetic shock, or who knows, right? all these things fly through your head. I'm not used to feeling unwell, so this is like all very alarming to me. And then I sit down with the triage nurse and I mention, you know, I mention heart. <laughs> and don't do this, but, you know, that's definitely a way to get in. And because they, I went into the hospital several years ago with uh, appendix. And I remember even saying appendix and they left me waiting for four hours. It almost killed me. So I'm not sure how that logic works, but... Um, Anyway, before long, I was into the doctor, and I had things all over me, monitors, heart monitors. Um, I was trying to describe these feelings I was having, and, and the doctor was just completely puzzled with my descriptions. He says, well, okay, the good news is I have no idea what this is, and it doesn't sound like anything I know. <clears throat> so, you know, hopefully it's just anxiety. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Anxiety? That's for crazy people. And so... <clears throat> hope this isn't a boring story and so um, they leave me on this monitor this is like you know by now it's like midnight or something and uh, I don't know they come they leave you alone for a long time and they come back you know so it's kind of a long ordeal but hey I was saving my life right so I was actually very happy <laughs> to be to be have somebody checking me and he came back, he said, well, you know what, blood, blood pressure's okay, uh, let's take some blood. They took a whole bunch of blood, and then lots of time goes by, and he came back, okay, so you know what, your blood sugar's a little high, but nothing, you know, I could have blood sugar this high, and it wouldn't 
be all that abnormal. He's like, you know, your blood pressure blood pressure's a little high, but not really that big a deal, and you're probably upset, so that might explain that. All these things, right? They couldn't find anything wrong with me internally at all, knowing that with my blood. And so he's like, you know what? And he was really good, because he could have just sent me home. So he says, you know what? We're going to x-ray your chest, and then we're going to x-ray uh, your uh, head. <laughs> so I got... I got a chest x-ray, I got a head x-ray, you know, and, and uh, you know, I have to also say this out loud. This is Canada, where, thank God, we have a wonderfully uh, robust um, health care system where it doesn't cost me a damned cent, right? And maybe I was wasting time, or maybe I wasn't, but um, you shouldn't be afraid of going to the hospital for financial reasons. Anyway... So six or seven hours passed, and the, the doctor was so good. He says, you know what, I've, we found nothing. Uh, we've got all the x-rays, seem fine. But I'm just going to do one more blood test, and I can't do it until six hours have passed. So he made me wait all these hours and um, do another blood test. And that, because apparently if you have a heart attack, the blood can take a while to show this chemical that happens, whatever it is. And... Uh, they sent me home. There was nothing wrong with me. He could, he could find. And I'm like, but wait, doctor, like, what, what's wrong with me? He says, well, are you under a lot of stress? He asked me, asked me that a few times. I said, well, yeah, but no more than usual. I mean, you know, I had a promotion at work, and I'm, so I'm now a creative director, which is a lot more pressure, a lot more stuff I have to do. You know, but it's not new. I've been doing it now a little while, and i um, pretty happy at it. And so he sent me on my way, and this friggin' thing kept happening. Waves, like a wave, like a storm, a wave of sh unpleasant shit, just making my head feel dizzy and congested, and this spine tingling anxiousness. And I'm telling you, so bad that. At one point, I felt panic, like I gotta get out of here, but there was nothing to get out of. You know, I, like I wanted to just get out of my own skin. Isn't this nuts? And it was so bad that I went into the shower and just kind of curled up in the shower to try to make this feeling go away. <laughs> it was the most awful black feeling like I've ever had. And it was getting me really upset, and so I took another day off work to try to. Uh, just because I thought it must be the flu. I must I must just need to rest. I must just need to get this shit out of my system. And I booked a point. I actually just went again to, to the walk-in clinic just to have another doctor check me out. She found nothing wrong. She checked my blood sugar. You know, just because that other doctor said maybe your blood sugar. Well, blood sugar's fine. Blood pressure's fine. And she was kind of just annoyed with me. <laughs> I left again. And I thought, and she was yelling at me because I never had not yelling, but she was she was annoyed with me because I didn't have a family doctor, and it's true. I was not really good at looking after myself. I don't have a, I didn't have a dentist. I didn't have a family doctor, and it had been like, let's just do some pepper here. I didn't have uh, in ten or twelve years. I hadn't seen a doctor, a real doctor, like a family doctor. So I finally got one, really nice woman. Um, 
Very, very plain. And you know what I'd found with both of these doctors? They were so rushed, they didn't really have time to listen. They didn't have time to listen to what was wrong with me. Um, and you, when you're panicked and you're feeling scared, because I was really scared. Oops. Uh, you need somebody to listen to you. Um, oh, and another thing. On that time I took off work, um, my good friend, um, who I've been talking about, what have I been calling her? Lynn? Is that what I've been calling her? Um, came over and stayed the night on, on a whim. She came, I, all I said was, you know what, I really don't want to be alone tonight. I feel my, my mother phoned me and I was really feeling fucked up. Excuse the language. Uh, I'd never felt this way, and I, and I was alone, and I was, and my, and my mom was good enough to call, and my dad called to check up on me, um, just to see if, and they were telling me, you know what, we're gonna, they're in Florida, we're gonna drive home tonight, or you know, it takes us two days, and we'll be there, and I just felt ridiculous, right? But I really was feeling like I'm gonna somehow expire all alone. That's the way I was feeling, and so um, they convinced me to talk uh, Lynn into coming. And she was there within an hour. Uh, she, it was ridiculous, but she came over. You didn't want to come anywhere near me because it's like, you know, um, it's uh, it's um, uh, it might be the you know who knows what I've got. So she stayed on the couch and listened to me talk about how horribly black everything feels. And uh, I got through the night, you know, no problems. Woke up still feeling weird. Went through the week still feeling this weirdness. And I got a family doctor finally, and I booked an appointment, and uh, she did a kind of a basic checkup on me, and I was still feeling panicked and terrified of this this thing that I'd never felt before. And so she just so this doctor listened really, really well, and you know, and I even teared up talking to her because I was saying, you know, I I have this thing I can't describe it well enough. But it feels completely, it's, it's a physical problem that I'm feeling. I feel like I, I'm feeling dizzy and spine-tingling waves of anxiousness. And she asked me again about, are you dizzy, like, passing out or dizzy, like, balance? And I said, well, it's kind of balance. And she says, well, it's just the flu. The flu is still working its way out of your head and it's causing, it's messing with your inner ear. <laughs> I said, What? Yes, it could be that, or it could just be... And she, again, was pushing on anxiety. And um, and my friend Lynn was even talking about anxiety. And I'm thinking, man, does that mean I'm nuts? Like, am I, am I just anxious and I'm causing my own physical problems here? <clears throat> so, after that... Uh, so the doctor could find nothing wrong with me either. And, uh, you know, scheduled some follow-ups. And I've been seeing her off and on just to check up on these other things. There's been nothing wrong. And in that time, everything kind of went away on its own. And whether or not all of that was caused by stress and anxiety, or it was the residue of some horrible flu, uh, I will never know. Um, because it's just not happening anymore, and I'm perfectly normal once again. And I feel so happy <laughs> to be healthy. And I can't tell you, I, I maybe you know, maybe you've been through something like this, but feeling like something's impending something impending uh, is is terrible that's going to happen to you 
or that you're unwell or that you've lost faith in your own wellness, that's a more disturbing, I can't believe how distressing that is. And uh, just feeling like I'm, I'm actually all the doctors have made me feel so good about myself because I'm much healthier than I thought. You know, I, I thought, you know, I'm overweight and I probably have diabetes and I probably have, you know, I'm probably inches away from a heart. I do have um, high cholesterol that I got to look after, but, you know, these potatoes aren't going to help. But, you know, I've stopped using butter and I've, I'm going to get stop. I'm going to do a whole bunch of things to change my diet. Just to see if I can do it without drugs, and uh, but yeah, I'm I'm grateful. Number one, I'm grateful to live in Canada, where this kind of thing. There are people here to help you. You know, I had within two weeks three different people helping me, and it didn't cost me a dime. Um, yeah, and it's just kind of put me in the frame of mind of thinking about you and Chub Creek again, and uh, it's almost stuffed up. I hope this is not the swine flu. Um, and I thought you'd be interested to hear that. So, yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know, what's the point of all that? Mm. I feel like I'm, I didn't tell something. I just, I'm just, I was just so, when it started to actually go away... And this is what kind of makes me feel redeemed, is that it actually did. She even gave me these anxiety drugs. I don't know what they're called. Um, let me, I'll go ahead and tell you. Let's go look in my medicine cabinet. I'll tell you. <laughs> she gave me these this anxiety medication. In the cabinet here. Let's see. Nine dollars here. Vitamin C. Vitamin D, omega-3, Advil, uh-oh, is it missing, where'd it go, just bear with me here, I really know you want to know this, Okay, this is confusing. Where is the drugs? Somebody steal my drugs. Okay, hang on, I'll find it.
was thinking somebody broke in and took these drugs because they're they're addictive like you know narcotic-y kind of things anyway what is it called lorazepam doesn't that sound like something from like a crazy somebody's uh you know in the insane asylum they take this anyway so i've never took it i haven't taken one i'm kind of i don't like taking drugs um you know hey but if you want to try one <laughs> Come on over. Apparently, it's quite a buzz. I don't know, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'll try. If I, I kind of was comforted just having them there. Anyway, so um, I'm convinced it was a residue of whatever the flu does to your, your 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 nasal system, or your what do you call the your what do you call that all those kind of chambers of snot in your head. <laughs> I think it's that. But I don't know. What do you think? Curious to know what you think. Apparently anxiety uh, can cause physical symptoms. But while I was going through it, every time someone mentioned it, I thought, you are nuts. Shut up. <laughs> you know, like, no. Obviously I'm sick. So I guess that's enough of that. So what else has been going on? I had Gary up. Uh, I didn't record anything. It's kind of dumb. I should have, but uh, it's also good that I just enjoyed his company. But um, he came up. Um, he came up uh, last Saturday or Friday night, actually, and I treated him to steak night, which I'm gonna have to think twice about doing, I guess, because uh, there's a lot of <laughs> maybe I'll just make it a leaner steak or something. Cholesterol, right? Um, yeah, because my doctor was concerned about cholesterol; it was fairly high. She wanted to put me on drugs, and uh, I said, just give me a few months. She says, okay, three months. So, um, steak night, and we uh, he brought beer, and I bought all kinds of beer. We had enough beer to sink a ship, and uh, uh, we had a, quite a good bender. It was fun, and we played darts and enjoyed some good food and conversation, and it was really good catching up with him, and so far we're at a better rate of getting together than we used to. It's, um, 
more like once every few months as opposed to once every few years. So it's getting better. Gary's seems to be... Let's open the window. Oh, that's locked. I have to do this. Oh, I need two hands. I'll do it later. Um, Gary's relationship uh, is going really well, and I'm really happy for him. Uh, I tease him because he posts on Facebook all this lovey-dovey stuff. Love, 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 love. <laughs> and it'd be real, you know, get a room. And it's really, uh, it's good. It's so good for him. You can tell when someone really believes they found something. You know, I can just tell. I can just tell listening to him. Uh, and she seems to love him right back, so that's nice. Um, and the next day we went out and uh, I actually took him to Silver Creek. Or Fallbrook, Fallbrook Trail, I think it's called, really. And it was so snowy. Like, I went there last year. And uh, it was really nice because the little creek there, Silver Creek, had just built up all these really neat, intricate ice sculptures from the way it splashed on things. And it was really photogenic and pretty. And when I took Gary there last Saturday... The snow this year has been insane. I, we never usually in Mississauga area. There's pretty much no snow, like it's bare for most of the winter, and we get you know a week or two of snow and it goes away. Well, out there in Silver Creek, which is in the snow belt, so they they're not like that. But but you know there's some snow, but usually, holy shit, it's it was you know five feet of snow everywhere, and the the creek was completely invisible. So. We kind of gave up. I, I said, well, you know, let's just turn around because it was hard to walk in. It was quite dangerous, actually, because you were falling and sliding, and uh, it's quite treacherous going down these long hills. So we turned around and went back to um, uh, back here, but we headed for this little breakfast place that I like. We just discovered it last time my kids were here called uh, Orchards. It's down the road, and... Uh, they have a really grumpy. <laughs> they have a really grumpy waitress there, uh, and she was there, but I was disappointed she didn't serve us because I was just looking forward to laughing with Gary about her. Um, but uh, so it was a good time. Um, but uh, one thing that happened while he was here, we're playing darts, and you know we're drinking, and I leaned on my nice brand new wooden countertop that we installed that I told you about. And it fell right off onto the floor. Bonk. And so that was a disappointment. So, uh, you know, I went into the home. It was an excuse to go to the Home Depot. <laughs> so I went to the Home Depot yesterday, and uh, I was in Orangeville looking after my parents' place a little bit. It was actually a nice day yesterday, driving down to Orangeville and uh, checking their house. And their driveway is packed with snow. I, I feel guilty because I've, I should have been going up there and shoveling it, but now it's to the point where, you know, you need a, you need a team of people a whole day to get rid of that snow. It's, it's like up to your waist um, uh, and icy. So, I don't know. But uh, while I was down there, I saw that um, Monuments Men movie, which is okay. It was The theater is funny. My parents saw it. They really enjoyed it. But they said their theater, they're in Florida right now, their theater was uh, packed with gray hairs. <laughs> and it was the same when I was there in this uh, Orangeville theater. It was just packed with silver-haired geezers. <clears throat> and uh, I felt a little bit, you know, I, w I was kind of wanting something to happen. And I kind of, I maybe was just impatient. Didn't love it. Um, didn't hate it, though. 
Uh, I just love the whole movie experience. I go on my own and I just love it. It's just wonderful time to eat awesome popcorn. That's another thing I gotta cut out. But, you know, popcorn? How often do I eat popcorn? Once a week? Eh, whatever. I don't know. See, these are the things that happen as you, you try to cut things out of your diet and you say, well, you know, steak nights once a week, that's not gonna kill me. And I said, and I think, oh, popcorn at the theater, that's once every week or two. That's not going to kill you. But you add up enough things and they will kill you, right? And anyway, so next door was the Home Depot. And I got this serious glue. Um, I can't tell you the name of it. It's PL something. Um, there were several, st and I know we used probably the same stuff before. But it actually didn't stick to the metal. So I know just in a post-mortem uh, from looking at the countertop <clears throat> uh, after it fell off I looked at where it had stuck and not stuck and it definitely didn't stick to the metal so what I did was I drilled a couple of small holes about 10 very small holes not not strong not big enough to do any structural damage <coughs> excuse me and um, I also scored the metal uh, quite a lot with a razor blade all the way along. And I used, um, from what I can tell, this is the strongest type of the PL adhesive or PC, whatever it's called. Uh, and it looks different. It was a yellowish color and it's a little saggier. It didn't come out like putty. It was more like a goop. Um, and it needs 24 hours just to harden. So it's hardening right now. And I have a little sample piece sitting on this cloth. And I'm dismayed that it's spongy. It's not, it's only been, what? It's been probably, let's see, I got home about eight. So it's been, yeah, it's been nine, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 15 hours. And it's still spongy. And uh, I don't like that. So I'm have to if this doesn't work, I'm have to scrape it all off and do it again. But it's actually kind of a fun, fun <laughs> experience. I'm just stubborn because I don't want to put brackets on the wall because it just ruins the look of this beautiful countertop. Uh, what else is going on? Um, yeah, I've been I've I haven't done part. One of the reasons I haven't been podcasting is. Um, when I got this new job, this new responsibility, I thought, oh man, you know, I really don't. Makes me nervous, uh, somebody from work listening. But, you know, there's no reason for that. I, I, uh, <laughs> um, if you are from my work and you do know me and you're listening to this, you know, that's fine, but it's not, I don't, I, I wish that you wouldn't. <laughs> But, you know, I'm not going to talk about anything that's going to... I won't... I'm not going to talk about... I never talk about work anyway, other than very generalized things like my position and stuff. So, it's, you know, I'm just going to stay clear of it, and I'll, I'll be fine, right? So, I'm not going to give up my hobby just because I have a new job. It just makes me a little nervous, that's all. Um, and I'm... I sound kind of mopey, but I'm not. I'm actually really relaxed and... Uh, Kind of pleased to have this long weekend. This is a long weekend. Uh, coming up soon, I hope, on Chub Creek, um, just to make it more fun, and because I can't believe he said yes, um, my good friend, Mr. Zichi, 
will be joining us. Uh, if he, you know, he's going to try it. I, I asked him just, what do you think about sending me a couple of 10 minute segments? And then we'll do kind of like when Gary and I used to do it. I'll just kind of, you know, I'll do 10 minutes and then I'll put him in for 10 minutes and then we'll do a song and then, you know, back and forth. I think it'd be fun. So if he, uh, he says it's harder than he thought, so it may or may not happen. But if it does, that's exciting. Something to look forward to. And uh, he's extremely fun and creative and very funny guy. So, um, oh, you know who else? It would be the ultimate thing if I could also get Marvin Suicide involved. Marvin? (laughs) He can't even do his own show. Ah, I said show again. Time for the show to end anyway. So this is, uh, what, 31 minutes or so? That's enough. That's all you're getting this week. So, uh, hey, I hope you're enjoying listening to Chub Creek still, even though I'm completely irregular. And I'm glad you're still there. Um, I know I'm taking advantage of you completely, leaving you hanging like this. But you know what? This has to be like this. It has to be random and whenever I feel like it or I'm just not going to do it. As soon as it turns into pressure, you know, I'll be like, screw off. And that'll be that. So bear with me and I will bear with you. All right. Sounds good. Okay. I love you. I'll see you sometime soon. Maybe next week. You never know. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I love you so much. Mary Mary texted me and said, where's the new Chub Creek? She said, I've been listening to really, really old ones, and it made me want to listen to a new one. <laughs> so here you go. Mwah.